So much of entrepreneurship is really being able to manage one's emotions, right? And I know it first starts with you as the entrepreneur, you're maybe the leader, you're maybe the business owner, uh, and the person that is really driving the ship. And, you know, a lot of times when we see everything going on in the business from finance, sales, marketing, et cetera, there's things that are thrown our way that have made us actually have to develop uh, an emotional stability as well as a, uh, a, a, a real strong shoulder to carry that weight uh, when it comes to providing for other team members. Um, and I think one of the biggest things that we've actually seen when it comes to uh, the entrepreneurs that are able to handle the scale and the ones that aren't are the ones that haven't increased their capacity uh, with themselves, but then being able to help with their teams. And so Lois, I wanted to share, or I wanted you to share some of your, uh, your, your input on the emotional intelligence side to help drive maximum performance for teams, how you've been able to do it and really just provide some value on that. Because I think looking from the lens of, you know, how we've scaled multiple, you know, eight figure companies or and multiple seven figure companies consistently, um, there's patterns that I'm sure that you and I have seen. So I wanted you to share some insight on how one, you've done it for your companies and where you see most people uh, really kind of slip up or overlook the necessary requirements. It's funny. I'm, I'm helping a couple of companies build culture now because we came in on them and it's their tasks. Like humans are looked as like, do your thing, get paid for this. So every time they need one more thing, they're like, well, I'm not paid for that or I'm not supposed to do this or this or that. There's no connection. Everyone's just out they're doing well and they're just, everyone's out for themselves, which is really a terrible thing if you look at it because they have no reason to stay, right? And so I think that what's made us good is I have a couple of frameworks. One is basically um, people over profit. And so the, the thing that, what that means is I go in with everybody. I'm like, what do you want to do in five years? And what do you want to do this year? And then I see the gaps and I'll be honest and be like, that's a stupid idea. That's going to take you this, 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 this. You've got to get to here, here, here. We can build that plan together and actually give a shit about the plan. So you're working together. I could even be, and I often say, I'm going to make a ton of money if you make this money, if you don't, neither one of us are going to fucking crush it. So I need you to make your money so I can make mine. Instead of conversely, like if you work harder, I'll make more money. That's not really true. If mm-hmm. you keep growing, I'll keep growing. If you stay the same, I need to replace you because you're clicking buttons and I need to hire someone else. And that might make me less money because now it's training systems, all that kind of stuff. Right? So if you put people over profit first, you will make more profit because you're focusing on the people. No one really looks at people as people that much in companies anymore. And I've seen it. They're just like, do this, task this, act like that. And, you know, everybody like comes into a job because they believe in it or they need it, right? If you can make them believe in not it or the, the money, but believe in the, and it doesn't have to be this big mission. We want to change the world, blah, blah, blah. I always say, I don't want to change the world because I get podcast interviews all the time. Like, what's, what's your big thing? <laughs> I don't want to change the world. I want to change the world around me. And that means like the world around me is like, if Christina makes 200 grand, I'm going to make more, but she's, that's going to impact her life like crazy. If the people here consistently grow, that's going to impact them. And that's a ripple that I made and it is a ripple effect. So that's the world around me. So that's a great way to start getting people to believe in you and not just be a fucking boss, be a leader, because then you can come to say, Hey, I need you here for an extra two weeks or don't take that vacation or whatever. Cause it's, cause it's a, if you do it, we do it. And I also have a, another one that's really just thinking like a championship team, like, if I'm the best player on the team and the team kind of sucks, 
I'm going to get traded. So if you're the best player on the team and the team sucks, we've got to get a better team. And sometimes there's one great player and the team's not working because they don't like his energy and attitude. They'd rather him leave. They'd rather him leave and get somebody else and that team can work together. So I always say, every, I always tie it in together. Like, you're responsible for my money. I'm responsible for yours. She's responsible for ours and vice versa. Because if they all mess one thing up, it affects how everything goes. So we've got to stop with the concept of just like, oh, I was right. She was wrong. This and this. Then that leads me to the last one, which is decisions like at work. We have, we have the goals and everything. And so to not fight emotionally, errors are emotional and data makes decisions. That way you have no beef right? Like when it comes to like, Hey, run this ad. These are the KPIs. This is the spend. I just said numbers. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if something happens and it doesn't work instead of saying, well, Rob's video sucked. And like, it was, it was garbage. Like you're just defending yourself because you made that ad. We don't even need to look at that. The numbers say what to do next. The ads got good clicks. The funnel page sucks. Okay. So the funnel page sucks. Let's fix the funnel page. There's no need to defend yourself here because we're all trying to get the championship team. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And especially uh, the last one of uh, emotions creating errors and, and data drives decisions, because uh, when when I look at video, someone that is not as so tuned into the craft, yet someone that may be emotionally vested into that video, uh, because it's their craft, that's where their identity is. And if, if you come at it from an approach of uh, this video sucked or didn't get the end result that we wanted. It that creates way a, it's, a defensive answer. Exactly. So the, the tie-in and the pre-frame of the team of what we expect and how we expect to communicate here and how it's supposed to be interpreted is very key as well. And I've, I've learned a lot of that from you as well. Um, and I do think that too, uh, speaking of communication, uh, that when, when you're talking about creating that culture in the community, like that, that communication has to represent something deeper than what was said. So, Hey, that video didn't work. Doesn't mean it's attacked towards you. It's, Hey, this didn't work for this thing. It's modular. Let's go ahead and improve, get better. Da, 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 da. So well, the team can win. I love that. You don't even start with the video, right? Like you, you start with, Hey, we're not getting clicks. Why copy your video? Cause that's point one. Okay. So let's look at that. Hey, we're getting good clicks, but we're not, we're getting really expensive average uh, or cost per acquisition. Okay. That's, this is fine. Let's look at the problem. Like a doctor, like, Hey, you have a mole there. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Because errors are emotional and people speak in defensiveness, but it's math is math is binary, right? Like what color is this room? Is it, it's blue. I don't know. It's actually, it's, <laughs> it's, it's black. It's gray. It, it's technically <laughs> London house, right? Like now we're fighting like, well, that's stupid. Yeah. But you know, if what size is the, what's the dimension of this room? There's just one dimension. We can't fight that. You can't fight numbers because they're quantifiable. And so if you have emotional connection, uh, a goal in mind as a team and quantifiable conversations, you've got monsters. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, that was some really, really wise words. Hope you guys are listening to this again. If you uh, aren't subscribed to the podcast, you guys got to be. We're dropping bombs here. We're dropping some some great knowledge that's taken us a lot of time to not only do, but go through and experience ourselves. And so this isn't just some theory or something like that that we're just reading off of a book. Like we've had to go through the book of life to actually get this stuff done. So hope this provides value to you guys, helping you build better cultures and uh, better companies overall to hit targets. So see you in the guys next episode. See you guys. Peace.